It's been six years since the 9-11 attacks, and many folks here in New York and no doubt around the country are wondering what's up in Lower Manhattan. Last month's fire at the former Deutsche Bank building that killed two firefighters put the area back in the headlines, but probably sparked more questions than answers. I'm George Boracki, and this is Cityscape on 90.7 FM and WFUV.org. Today, a panel discussion on the status of Lower Manhattan. We'll be joined by two people who work closely in the redevelopment of that area. But first, we thought it would be helpful to hit the streets and speak to some average New Yorkers. We wanted to hear what's on their minds and just how much they know about where things stand at the former World Trade Center site. My name is Scott Hill. I'm from here in New York, New York City. I don't really you know, keep track of what's going on down there much. And um, I know that over the last couple of years, they've been jockeying for position and squabbling and, you know, architects in and architects out, you know, and I don't know where it stands at this point. Uh, my name is Mark Jensen. I'm from the East Village. And I'm, what I'm hoping to find out is when we're going to see the tower go up, I'm ready for it. I'm Katie Sparks from Houston, Texas. All I know is that there's a big debate regarding the building, the reconstruction of something down there. I know that people have been fighting about it for a long time, but I have absolutely no idea what the argument, where it stands at this point. My name is Daniel Lopez. I'm from here in the city. I don't really, you know, I'm not exactly 100% on the status, you know, like what's going on. So I wonder if they're keeping everything safe because, you know, two firemen just died there. So obviously it looks like they're not doing their job. They're taking too long on building it. They've seen them build other things in quicker time. You know, they're kind of like slacking on it. My name is Polly Eustace, and I live in the East Village. The Deutsche Bank situation, you know, there's so much toxic uh, materials there that they had to take it down by hand, and now there have been a lot of accidents. It concerns, concerns me that it's just the level of care is really low. I mean, it's been six years, and that building is still not taken down. I guess I think everything is going very slowly, but it doesn't really surprise me that it would go slowly. Voices of New Yorkers sharing their thoughts on the progress in Lower Manhattan six years after the 9-11 attacks. So those are the questions in the air, and to help us answer them and further discuss this issue, we've invited two distinguished panelists. I'm joined in studio by New York City Councilman Alan Gerson. Councilman Gerson represents Lower Manhattan. Councilman, thanks for being here. It's uh, always a pleasure to be back on the Fordham campus. Also with us is Catherine McVeigh-Hughes. Catherine is vice chair of the community board that includes the World Trade Center site and the surrounding area. Catherine, thanks for coming in. Thank you, too. Catherine, let me start with you. What's it like to have what's now known as ground zero in your backyard? Well... Our family of four lives one block east of the World Trade Center site, and we were displaced till the end of January 2002, but we periodically uh, visited our site. Um, it's, it's, it's very interesting to see how the community rallied immediately after September 11th, and we still continue to rally six years later, and we realize how important it is for community oversight and community involvement. But what's it like to walk outside of your door every day and see this 16-acre site? Well, I don't have to walk out to see it. I see a lot of that site outside of our living room and kitchen and dining room window and outside our bedroom windows. It, it's Well, I, I'm an engineer and I have a construction background, so 
construction sites are actually very interesting to me and and I have two boys and so it's it's great to see that the city's back on its feet we're taking um, the next step and really rebuilding our neighborhood there are 60 large projects going on downtown um, there are 30 billion dollars of investment going on we will have three towers that Silverstein is putting up, each by another magnificent architect. Silverstein is building for the Port Authority the Freedom Tower. And then the most important part of the World Trade Center site is really the Memorial and the Memorial Museum. We're going to talk much more about those individual projects taking place right now in Lower Manhattan. And of course, Silverstein, referring to Larry Silverstein, the developer there in Lower Manhattan, clearly many signs of progress in lower Manhattan, but for a long time now, in the past six years, that Deutsche Bank building has stood as a symbol of the devastation from 9-11. And recently, we had more tragedy there. They are dismantling this building, a contaminated building. Two firefighters were killed in a fire. A lot of concerns about this. And and then last Thursday, Bovis's subcontractor, John Galt, was cleaning up the building and a uh, a heavy piece of construction equipment fell right. from the 23rd floor onto a temporary shed where two firefighters were seeking seeking temporary shelter, and one of them is still in the hospital with 100 staples in his head, a, a cracked vertebrae, a broken rib, and a spleen that had to be taken out. Um, safety on a job site, whether it's a deconstruction, a demolition, or a rebuilding, is of utmost concern. We want train workers downtown because when the tr- when the workers are trained, they know of their risks, and that means the community will also be in a better position, will also be safe. We do not want to see any more accidents happening down at the World Trade Center site. There clearly was a structural problem with the way um, oversight functioned or did not function at Ground Zero. And, 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 and any individual culpability is only part of the story. Uh, on a more fundamental level, going forward, we have to tighten up and improve the governance of the Deutsche Bank in particular and the entire uh, Ground Zero uh, uh, vicinity. And, and that is what I am going to uh, be looking to make sure happens in the next few weeks, including with the city council hearing, which which we'll be having early in September or mid-September. Let me ask you this, Councilman, because you mentioned earlier that people want to see the reconstruction in lower Manhattan happen at a fast pace. But how much of all of this depends on the dismantling of that one building, the former well, Deutsche Bank well, that's building? That's an important part, uh, a very important part for multiple reasons. One, because of what it looks like and and, and the awful things it symbolizes. More significantly than that, as long as it stands, it presents uh, an inherent, uh, uh, you know, a potential hazard to the community, both an environmental hazard because we know floors are contaminated with asbestos and other toxins, and and you know, a, a, a fire danger. Beyond that, there is actual uh, a construction uh, into of the infrastructure for the entire Ground Zero site that can only take place after the the Deutsche Bank is is dismantled so clearly we have to move forward f- with that but clearly safety and environmental protection you know, need to be the top priority and moving forward has to take place within the framework and context 
of of safety and protection first. Yeah, as a resident, I just want to say there is work downtown 24-7. So if anyone thinks there's not working going on around the clock, has not been there at 11 p.m., not looked out their window at 1 a.m., or been there at 5 a.m. when the trucks are being filled up at the World Trade Center's debris is leaving the site. Councilman Gerson, what kinds of questions, what kinds of concerns are you hearing every day from your constituents? Well, of course, um, first and foremost remains the uh Remain remains the concerns over uh, health and safety. We are still very much in the midst of uh, an unprecedented um, rebuilding process, which involves uh, deconstruction and decontamination of existing structures, as well as the creation of what will be the world's tallest building in the Freedom uh, Tower and the other new structures, which uh, Catherine, uh, you know, sketched out. Uh, so th- this unprecedented activity, of course, as we just saw a few days ago, is is not without peril. And um, my job and, and that of all of my colleagues in government is to make sure that we proceed as quickly as not not only as quickly as possible, but as quickly as safely possible. And so um, that is what uh, you know I have spent, and we all have spent a great deal of time. Um, making sure it takes place and learning from what has happened and holding accountable the uh, people and the agencies who actually uh, have the um, the the day-to-day uh, responsibilities. But that is only, you know, part of the story of what is now going on in Lower Manhattan. And, 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 and I think for all the peril, you know, this incredible human endeavor of, of rebirth uh, in and of itself is truly a remarkable sight to uh, uh, behold and will go down in history as one of the more remarkable uh, you know, revitalization uh, and uh, efforts in, in certainly our city's history and, and probably in the world's history. For a long time, Lower Manhattan was never seen as this 24-7 community, not a place to go to after business hours because you just worked down there, and people didn't think of people living down there. Let me let me let me point out that um, you know geographically, uh, New York City as a whole, and and uh, Manhattan as a borough, and the downtown area is a fairly compact place, uh, as you know, George. And so uh, let me just put in a uh, pitch for my entire council district, which uh, because it, it, in the vicinity of Ground Zero, we have such wonderful places to visit as well as to live. Uh, as Chinatown, Tribeca, Soho, NoHo, Little Italy, Washington Square, the Lower East Side, and all of these places in addition to the Battery and, and the Financial District, which is becoming uh, fa- uh, you know, a wonderful residential area, uh, are full of great attractions, restaurants, shops, interesting historic uh, uh, neighborhoods, and um, many entertainment and cultural facilities which are very, very much at a fast pace, increasing, especially in what has historically been the battery and financial district areas. And of course, in addition to the memorial at the World Trade Center site, there will be a museum and perhaps a performing arts center to add to this cultural renaissance in lower Manhattan. That, that, that's right. And, 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 and there's so much in, in the works, in, in the aftermath of 9-11, um, we made a very conscious decision 
to foster a uh, cultural uh, renaissance and to expand support for the arts downtown as part of our re recovery. And actually, that in so many ways has uh, led the recovery. We have a wonderful new dance facility on Chambers Street in Tribeca, uh, the Dance New Amsterdam Theater. We have the Dixon Place Theater on, on the Lower East Side uh, right nearby. That's an incubator uh, for um, new artists. Uh, we have the Flea Theater in Tribeca on on White Street. And that, the Three-Legged Dog. Three, thank you very much. Three-Legged Dog is a very poignant story. It was the one uh, our, uh, 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 theatrical facility that was destroyed on 9-11, and we wanted to make sure that it reopened and rebuilt, and we got city council funding. And it's, not, it's, it's a magnificent place which combines theater with high technology. I have to say I had the opportunity to tour the new facility before it opened, and it was phenomenal uh, while it was still under construction. And I haven't had the chance to go back yet, but I can't wait to see what it's like now that it's finished. You should go. Well, I also wanted to say with the redevelopment at the World Trade Center site is that before September 11th, there was a wonderful, spectacular green market That's with right. over 20 different farmers represented. Um, the, the green market just last week found a temporary new location since there's no more room on the sidewalk near the path station on Church Street to be on Cedar Street on the sidewalk next to Zuccotti Park, which was redone also after September 11th. And it only has three vendors, but it's a very important reminder that it's a placeholder. So until the World Trade Center site does get developed, that it's a reminder that we find a place, a permanent place at the World Trade Center site for the green market. It's very important that the local farmers continue to provide their fresh produce, their fresh fruit and vegetables, baked goods to a community. So I may see that as a very small aspect, but clearly a very important part of exactly. what's taking place. You downtown. know, you asked earlier what my phone rings about. One of the requests we we get repeatedly into this day is we need some of the basic uh, staples of residential life. We need to have more groceries. We need to have the shoe store. We need to have, uh, you know, the basic retail that serves residents. And, um, we need, and we're getting, by the way, a, uh, a two new schools in the area, uh, on both the east side and near the South Street Seaport area. And uh, following that, uh, there'll be an announcement imminently about a new school in, in, in Battery Park City. So one of the issues moving forward is that we have to make sure that our residential infrastructure, from groceries to schools, to sewers, we need to make sure that our community infrastructure uh, keeps up with our uh, rapid development. We should point out that the population in Lower Manhattan has boomed in the last six right. years. Well, even after September 11th, without the World Trade Center site, mm -hmm. we were the third largest city in the country. Number one was Midtown. Number two was Chicago. We were number three, even without the World Trade Center site. But people forget how densely populated it is. It's been six years since the 9-11 attacks, and today we're asking the question, what's the status of Lower Manhattan? To help us with the answers is New York City Councilman Alan Gerson. Councilman Gerson represents Lower Manhattan. And Catherine McVeigh-Hughes, she's the vice chair of the community board that includes the World Trade Center site and the surrounding area.
If we can zoom back in on the Ground Zero site, the 16-acre site where the Twin Towers once stood, the Freedom Tower will be built there. It will be New York City's tallest building, 102 stories tall. A lot of people said that it shouldn't have been constructed. It shouldn't be there. It's too tall. It won't be filled with tenants. Uh, it leaves Lower Manhattan a prime target for another terrorist attack. What do you guys think? Well, <laughs> we're, we're, look, we're pointing to each other. We went through a process. The decision, you know, was made, uh, you know, this is a democracy, so um, this is a difficult uh, decision. We need to move forward. We need to get the the job done. We need to do it in a way that puts in place, you know, maximum security protection. I think, unfortunately, uh, all of um, the d- downtown areas, all all places of of significance, political and financial significance in this country and in 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 the great democracies of the world uh, in this day and age, uh, with or without a freedom tower, uh, have to take security precautions. So I don't see um, you know that as as materially uh, adding uh, to the risk. The government has made a uh, a, a commitment. Uh, to occupy uh, part of the Freedom Tower. Uh, clearly, uh, the demand, uh, you know, as things are proceeding, you know, w- will be there. It should be a public-private uh, sector partnership, not only in the creation of the building, but in the occupancy and the programming of the building. And so I think we're going to, we have we have a lot of work to do, but uh, I think with good end results. You said, Councilman, that the city council has very little jurisdiction over the World Trade Center site proper. Let's just explain for folks who might be unaware who actually does have jurisdiction over the World Trade Center site. Who's in charge down there? That's, 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 uh, how much time do we have left on the show, George, for that? Um, in the aftermath of 9-11, the, uh, the state, through action um, primarily by the governor, created a public corporation known as the Lower Manhattan Development Corporation, governed by a board of directors, eventually half appointed by the governor and half appointed by the mayor. And they are the uh, they share site ownership, if you will, with the Port Authority, of New York and New Jersey, which had um, prior ownership and, uh, of and jurisdiction over a lot of uh, that that area. So it's a very complicated governance situation. Add to that the rights uh, of uh, private ownership uh, present on the site, such as the uh, Larry Silverstein organization. But from the governmental perspective, um, the LMDC was designed as the lead uh, a- agency in most areas and, and, and respects. And the problem with that, in my opinion, is that as with all of these quasi-public corporations, it has been exempt from the normal uh, checks and balances of a democratic government Councilman, you mentioned security in Lower Manhattan, especially when it comes to the Freedom Tower. The NYPD has tried to ramp up security throughout New York City. There are plans for a London-style ring of steel around Lower Manhattan that will include a 1,000 security cameras, over 100 license plate readers. Now, of course, civil libertarians will say this is an invasion of our privacy. What do you think? Well, we sponsored a forum on that issue at the uh, county uh, 
Lawyers Association, also located on Vesey Street uh, in Lower Manhattan. And I sat on the panel with uh, Norman Siegel, who's one of the uh, preeminent proponents and uh, defenders of uh, civil liberties uh, here in New York City and, and beyond. And the consensus of the panel, I believe, not I believe, the consensus of the panel was that security cameras and security devices are necessary in this day and age um, in order to protect our, you know, fundamental right uh, rights, which include, of course, our right to life and, and with security. But we can have it both ways if we put in place uh, the safeguards and the conditions to make sure that uh, security cameras and their tapes are not abused, that they're used strictly for their intended purposes, they're not used for political surveillance, they're not used to pry into uh, personal lives, they're not uh, released uh, for commercial marketing purposes, uh, their access is, is tightly controlled and subject to judicial oversight. My office is actually in the process because I do represent the district with the uh, with, with currently without any addition the greatest number of uh, security uh, cameras, both governmental and um, private uh, sectors such as uh, security cameras in front of nightlife establishments or other commercial establishments. So I'm in the process of developing legislation, which will be introduced as part of our fall session agenda to uh, impose uh, those safeguards. The problems at the former Deutsche Bank building have raised fresh concerns about emergency communication as well as air quality, of course. Now, Catherine, talk to me about emergency communication. You, as a resident living in that neighborhood, do you think that you'll be notified appropriately should there be a big disaster? I mean, this was a disaster, maybe not a huge disaster, but a disaster. Well, Community Board 1 and a, a lot of the public and community downtown has been on the record for years asking for, for just specifically at the Deutsche Bank, for an emergency action plan to be in place. Clearly, there was a gap in it, in its implementation. But more importantly, we also had asked for, hopefully that would never have to be used, an emergency notification plan. That was also ignored. And that was supposedly also in place. We understand the mayor, in case of an emergency, has access to public, uh, you know, to the radios and the TV sets. But we need something more specifically. Text messaging or phone banking, reverse 911. At least let, let, let's get the ball rolling with a, a sample. It doesn't have to be the perfect project right now. Let's just do a a, a, a get something going. Washington, D.C. already has something like this. Right. But um, what I understand, um, that it's not quite as large an area as, as New York, but it is a, a really good first step and it should really be looked at. I want to just talk about a couple of the other projects, and they are the transportation projects to new mass transit hubs in development in Lower Manhattan. That's the World Trade Center Path Station and the Fulton Street Transit Center. How much will this improve getting to and leaving from Lower Manhattan? It it will be really, really important. Um, Currently, if you've ever been in the Fulton Street Transportation Center, it is a spaghetti, uh, a bowl of spaghetti of uh, 
interconnecting lines. So it will actually it's some of it's already being started, but it will improve. Um, so people can get from one line to another line, uptown, downtown, transfer much, much more easily. And also, there'll be an underground concourse between the Fulton Street and the Calatrava Pass station, which was never before, which will also be very important. We need to work on now the uh, surface transportation uh, system. We need to deal with the problems of congestion and gridlock. And as you know, the mayor has proposed a uh, congestion pricing plan. And and I congratulate the mayor on his leadership in in focusing on this issue and uh, proposing controversial as well, but 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 important um, plans to get this problem under control. Uh, I feel we need to work out the details of that plan in a way that deals, for example, with the bus problem uh, that we currently have uh, with with parking issues. We need to make it. Uh, we need to have a truck management system, a delivery management system, um, so that it's both for practical and quality of life reasons, but also for emergency planning reasons. We can't have our our streets uh, as as congested as they are, and if we don't do something about it, uh, again because of our success, they will only get uh, a more congested. So I'm looking forward to working with the mayor on. Uh, tweaking and developing the plan in a way that uh, doesn't harm so go, doesn't harm local residents and local businesses uh, and, and, and deals with the problem as it is in all, all aspects of it, not just part of it. Why do you think people stay, Catherine, in lower Manhattan? I have two boys who refuse to move from downtown. They are proud. They love downtown. This is their home. They know nothing else. Their friends think it's the coolest place to be. It's the most wonderful place to live, visit, and work at, in, 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 in spite of uh, adversity. But where else can you, in walking distance, go out to a different restaurant with food from a different part of the world, go and enjoy a magnificent uh, harbor view or a relaxing stroll or, or, or just sit on a bench overlooking uh, the New York Harbor or, or, or go out on a boat? You both sell Lower Manhattan very well. Finally, let me ask you, what you would like to hear, what you think we'll be hearing, what you hope to hear when we bring up the seventh anniversary. What do you think we'll be talking about next year? What do you hope we'll be talking about next year at this time? The Performing Arts Center. Let's make it the big one that we thought it was going to be. Let's put a program in place to raise the needed funds. Why is it the last thing that's being built at the World Trade Center site after all the commercial real estate is going up? Yeah, that really is the one... Uh, not fully resolved uh, part of the plan. A lot of the other plan is under development, but we have it on paper. We don't have uh, the plan for the Performing Arts Center at Grand Zero, and that needs to happen. And I am committed to making sure that we don't retreat, that we keep it as the um, multifaceted uh, center it was designed to be, you know, for uh, purposes of serving the community, of anchoring downtown as a cultural center. But on the Grand Zero site, it was part of the original concept, which uh, viewed the uh, site as redeveloped as three conceptual parts, if you will. The memorial we must never forget. We must permanently honor and pay tribute to those who perished and uh, 
those uh, heroes who rushed in to uh, save others. The commercial, we must continue the important work of that area, including the important work of, of, of those who perished, and the cultural, kind of a bridge between the two. And so I think all three components are important to uh, generate a, a, a site which works for the community, works for the city, but also stands for that all-important message of uh of 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 faith in humanity and in in the future and so you ask what in 7 years i would like us to be able to say that we made progress and we're moving full speed ahead but we're doing it in a way and within a framework that has maintained our community solidarity and our utter commitment to the sanctity of life that puts human needs uh, first and foremost, and within that framework, we'll have the best of everything else. New York City Councilman Alan Gerson, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. And thank you to Catherine McVeigh-Hughes. Catherine is vice chair of the community board that includes the World Trade Center site and the surrounding area. Catherine, thanks. Thank you very much. You can find out more about Catherine's organization, Community Board One, at cb1.org. Councilman Gerson's office can be contacted through nyccouncil.info. And if you want to track the progress of redevelopment in Lower Manhattan, here are a few other sites worth visiting. The Lower Manhattan Development Corporation is online at renewnyc.com. Wallstreetrising.org has information on cultural events in the area. And lowermanhattan.info has loads of news and information. I'm George Boldarki. My thanks to producer Jody Avergan. Thanks for listening.